Mishnah says on Daphir Aleph and Medeis, HaOmer Tain gets Zeli Ishti Shtashrecha Zela Avdim Ratzalachsa B'Shnem Yasser Divrei Rabbim. But Mayor holds that someone gives a get to a gerisha to a shliach to some individual didn't make him a shliach gives a get to this middle person gives a star shikha to him then he decides he wants to retract so if you want to be chosebo then you can the chachamim hold that shikha eved is a it's a schus. So because it's a schus, Zachem Adam Shlobafana, we can't be chosba. Bishakhri Abadim, we can't be chosba. But the Gita Nashim, Gerisha is a chov, to be divorced is a chov. So therefore, in Kavan Lo Ela Bafanov, that's where you can be chosba. So there's a split. Rabbi Meir says there is no split, you can be chosba, Bashneim. Nachamim say there is a split. Why is Gerisha a chov and Shekhar Ebed is chos according to the Chachamim. It's up to Mishnah. Shem Yitzhah, Shalolazan es Avdur Hashayim, Shalolazan es Ishto, Enem Hashayim. There's a chiv mezonos by Ishim. A baal is chayiv in mezonos Ishto, but he's not mechayiv, he's not mechuyiv in mezonos Avdur. He doesn't have to give mezonos to the Ebed. Okay, we'll have to talk about that in greater length on Daphid Beis. Right? Does the Ebed have to work for him if he's not going to get mezonos? Like, what's the... What? He can get the... Get the Moloch of the Eved, he can have his cake and, and eat it too. And he can get the Moloch of the Eved and not feed the Eved, so we'll have to discuss that. But be Icharon, <coughs> he doesn't have to feed his Eved, he does have to feed his wife. So it's a chov for the woman to, to receive the get, because now she's not going to get Mazonis. It's not a chov for the Eved, because the, 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 the other doesn't have to feed the Eved anymore. Hey, this is the basic Mishnah. We've seen this Mishnah already. On Daftes HaMibayas, we discussed it a little bit, but now we have to really jump in and discuss it in greater detail. So we find from the Mishnah, Rabbi Meir and the Chacham have a machlokas about what? If you had to encapsulate what the machlokas Tanaim is, machlokas really is whether Shechor Eved is considered as Chus or not. They both hold that Gerisha is a Chov, but there's a machlokas whether Shechor Eved is a Chus. Rabbi Meir says that Shechor Eved is also a Chov, and that's why in Ratzel Avzer B'Shnei and Yasser, it can be Chos about both, it can retract in both, because there is no Zach and Ladam Shlobafanov by either, they're both a Chov. The Chacham say no. The Chacham say no, that Gerisha is a chov. Gerisha is a chov. So there you can be chosibah. But Shechor Eved is a schus. Because Shechor Eved is a schus, you can't be chosibah. So we'll see him at Sashem. We talked about the sheet of the Rif already. We'll get back to it. But the Rif understands the Chacham in a very uh, creative way. But it's not as extreme as you think. But the Chachamim hold that once the middleman gets the Shtar Shechor, the Eved is free and it's over, the Rif has some kind of a split, that we're really talking about Chazara, only the ability to retract, we're not talking about the actual Shechor, so we'll have to get to the Rif and Mitzvah maybe on Sunday. On Sunday we'll get to that Nishim Mitzvah But this is the basic Shita, the basic Shita of the, of the Tanah. So what comes out is that according to the Chachamim, the Chachamim assume that there's a split, that Shechor Eved is considered a Zchus and Gerish is considered a Chov. So the question that the Mepharshim will address, Shami already addresses this, is, is that really true? What, it's always true like that? That Gerisha is always a Chov and Sheikh Rebbe is always a Chos? Can't it be a Hechetimtza where, where it'll be different? Maybe it's the reverse. Maybe you can have a Hechetimtza where it'll be the opposite. But that's what Tosus says, Be Rishalmi boy, Haga Atzmecha, Haya Avdo Shokotzen, Arei Chovo Hula Eved, Arei Shoyse Ishto Shemukashchen, Arei Zchus Hula. Yishalmi, yes, it's not 
always true with the Chacham are saying. The Chacham are split. They say, they say, Gerisha and Shkashuch are not the same. Shech is a schuz, Gerisha is a chov. It's not always like that. Okay, the Mishnah mentions one particular Nakuda. Regarding Mizonos, it is true that Gerisha is a chov, because the Baal is chayv Mizonos Ishtam. He's not mechayv Mizonos Avdos. Okay, regarding Mizonos, Gerisha is more of a chov than Shechem. But that's not the only Koveya, that's not the only factor to take into consideration. No. We can, we can have, we can think of a situation where, where Gerisha, Gerisha will be a schos. If she's Ishto Shemuka Shechem, Ishto Shemuka Shechem, he has boils on his body, so they can't, they can't live together as husband and wife. So, so maybe that's a schus for her to find another husband. If he's Avdo Shokotzen, she's the Evet of a Chosh of a person, so he's living a good life. He's living a good life. So maybe Shechor for him is a Chov. How can the Chacham just say, like, you know, just say it straight? That it's always like that. They seem to imply that it's always like that. That Shechor Evet is always a Chos and Gadish is always a Chov. It's not, it's not true. So less Loch, Yishami Yetz, less Loch Ela Kahadom. The answer to Yerushalmi is no. No, if you if you're mocha the evet, can't you be mocha the evet shlomidaita? Can't you be mocha the evet shlomidaita? You think that if he's an evet shalkatzin. So therefore, it's a chov for him to be meshuchar. No, but he could sell him shalom idaita. But isha, is she going to be megarish shalom idaita? Or can you be megarish the woman balkarcha? What does that mean? Can you, you can be megarish the woman balkarcha. What does it mean? Zog tosfes perish perish al yidei acher al yidei acher ha eved nimker al karcha ve'ena ishim eskareshes al yidei acher balkarcha. You can sell the eved to a third party. Can sell the evet to a third party balkarcha without his knowledge, without his knowledge shalomi daita. But a woman cannot be megurasha shalomi daita. That means shalomi daita by giving a get to a third party shalomi daita. That's not going to work. If you put it in her chutzah, of course she's megurasha balkarcha. That's a that's a pasuk in chumash. Vinasam biyada afila balkarcha. No, but to be megurasha alide acher balkarcha, meaning shalomi daita. The Eved, you can sell Shalom Idaita. But the Isha can't be Megoresha Shalom Idaita. That's the terrace of the Yerushalmi. The Kash of the Yerushalmi is how can the Chachamim make it seem as though it's always going to be a schus to have Shech or Eved and it's not going to be a schus to have Gerisha, have Gerishin. Yerushalmi says, I'll tell you why. Because the Eved is, is Nimka Shalom Idaita, but an Isha cannot be Megoresha Shalom Idaita. So the question is, what's the Kash of the Yerushalmi? What's the terrace of the Yerushalmi? There's clearly something going on over here. But the question is, what is the depth of what Yerushalmi is saying? There's a major discussion in the Rishonim and the Achronim how to understand the Pshat and Yerushalmi. Let's take it slow. Let's take it slow. Most Mavarshim assume that what Yerushalmi is saying is that in terms of evaluating the Schus and Chov of Eved and Isha, Right? According to Maskan of the Yerushalmi, Evetak is always going to be a schus, always viewed as a schus. Gerisha is always viewed as a chol. That's the Maskan of the Yerushalmi. The question is, what does that mean? What does that mean? So comes the Tosis Arash, and he explains like this. The Tosis Arash says that what the Yerushalmi is doing is he's trying to evaluate all of the chovos and the schuyos involved in Shukhar Evet and in Gerisha. It's putting it all together. 
right? Shechor Eved and Gerashin are, are each a chalos that have a combination of different factors. There is a Tzad Tzchos and there's a Tzad Chove, and you have to evaluate which is Odif, which is, which is Gover, which is the, the stronger factor. That's how the Tosa Rosh understands. That, that whenever you have a Chalos that's a combination of different factors, a combination of Tzchos and Chova, so what you have to do is evaluate the Tzchos and the Chova, evaluate the strengths of each, and determine which is more significant. And when you determine which is which which is more significant, then you'll be able to figure out whether it's Vidas as Chos or Vidas Achov. What does the Tosarash say? Let's see it inside. Quotes to Yishami, he gives the parish of Tosas, and he says, Hilkach, Afilu ba'avdo shalkot sen zechosulo, shari yochol amochol la'achar shalom yidaito. V'tov lo sheyeh ben choren kishema yim kareno la'achar. So then it's a schus for him to be free. Again, the Odon is giving the Shtar Shechur to a, to a middleman. So we're trying to figure out should the principle of Zachan Lam Shlom of apply? Can the middleman be Zachar for him? It's a schus for the Evet. Aye, if he's an Evet Shalkotz, then it should be a Chol for him because he doesn't want to be free. So comes Yushami and says, no, he can be mocha the Eved Alidei Acha, he can be mocha him to someone else. Right? So since he can be mocha him to someone else, it's really a schus. Tov lo sheyeh ben chorin kishema yimkerenu la'acha. What's he saying? What's he saying? He's an Eved Shalkotzen now. He wants to remain an, an, an Eved Shalkotzen. So is Shechur a schus for him? It's a chov. Because right now he's an Eved Shalkotzen. He, he's living the life of Riley. Right? He's living a good life, so he wants to remain in this life. Comes to Yushami and says, no, he could sell him, the Adon could, the Kotsen could sell him to someone else. What does that mean? That means there's no guarantee that he's going to remain in this life. There's no guarantee in life. It's a Musa. It's a Achshav, kind of Yushami. There's no guarantee he's going to remain the Ebed of the Kotsen. Because he could be sold, Balkarcho, to someone else. He could be sold, Shalom to someone else. So, so why do you assume that, that it's such a schuss to remain in Ebed of a Kotzen? There's no guarantee. It's better for him to be free. It's better for him to be free because if he's sold to an Odon Garua, so then he's going to have a hard life. So, so why do you consider it a schuss, the fact that right now he's in Ebed of Kotzen, he could be sold to an Odon Garua and then he'll have a hard life. So it's better for him. It's not a schuss for him to be free. Even though he's an Ebed of a Kotzen, he likes, what, he likes his life situation. It's not a better schuss for him to be free because he could be sold to an Adon Garu and that'll be worse for him. That's the Teretz of the Yishami vis-a-vis Shechur Ebed. What's the Teretz of the Yishami forget Yishami? Dr. Tosa Raj, V'kushu de'isha nira li shlo tiretz Somech hazed amin atavlo esav tandum l'meisav armum. Dr. Tosa Raj, he says, Yishami didn't answer the Kasha from Isha. Yushami is so much on the fact that Tam Lames of Tandu tells me it's always better for a woman to be married. Always better to be Tandu, to be two Gufim together. So the Teretz of Yushami, according to the Tosa Rosh, is that for Eved, we assume that Shechor Eved is always a Zuchus, even if he's an Eved of a Kotzen, because the Odon could sell him to, a, to an Odon Guru, and then his situation will be worse. So it's better for him to be free. It's better for him to be free. But for Isha, the Yushalmi is not really answering, says the Tosa Rush. The answer, the, the Yushalmi is basically so much on the fact that Tavlame Seftando, it's always better for a woman to be married. So that's why it's a, it's a chov for her to be divorced. That's how the Tosa Rush explains. 
That's what the Toast Rush explains. Akiva. Just to push back on the Toast Rush and the fact that he says Tav the of Tavdu, like, what about the case of Aguda, for example? Doesn't that dispel the whole notion that we, it's always better for a woman to be with her husband because we literally have protests and we have Rabbanim come out and say we can't have this woman be married to this husband. Obviously, that's like an exception to the rule. Maybe right. we can't say unequivocally always that a woman right. is supposed so, to be... So obviously, that's an exception to the rule, right? That's like an... Right, right, that is an exception to the rule. Um, it's a difficult situation. It's hard to... You're saying in such a situation, if you were mezaka a get to the woman, someone would be mezaka a get to the woman. The husband doesn't want to give the get, but you'd be mezaka the get to the woman. So would you say that that's a schus for her in that in that uh, situation? I'm not sure. I hear I hear what you're asking. Yes, you have a question. The question of Tavla makes the time due does not say that she wants to be married. It says that she wants to be with someone else. It's about companionship, not about marriage. Companionship, not about marriage. Companionship, not about marriage. Right, but the person. But if she if she can't live with the husband, can't live with the husband. So, I mean, the case of Isha Shemuka Shrin is also a situation where she can't live with him. Right. She can't live with him, and yet the Rishalmi is not willing to say that that's his chus. It's his chus to be divorced. But that's maybe a little bit more understandable because maybe she can look past the physical things. But in the case of Aguna, it's usually such an extreme case. Maybe it's abuse or maybe he's never there okay. or something like right. that. Like, okay. It's just hard to understand why he says Elisha always. I don't know if he says Elisha, but that's what I we're think. implying. But how can you say always when there's a case like that that's so clear that okay. I want, get... we want them to be divorced? Right. I hear you. I hear you. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's a good question. It's a good question. I'm not sure. Not sure. We're obviously not talking about such a situation over here. What's the Tosu Rush saying? The Tosu Rush seems to understand that what the Yushalmi is telling us is that whenever you have a chalos that's kolel, that includes chus and chova, whenever you have a, a situation that includes chus and chova, you have to evaluate what's the composite. Which one wins out? Right? Which factor wins out? Is it the tzad chova that wins out? Well, the tzad schus wins out. It's clear that it's clear that the Tosi Rosh understands the, the Yerushalmi in this way. What do I mean? Because in the case of Isha, the Mishnah already mentioned a reason why it's a chova for the woman to be divorced. What's the reason the Mishnah gives? Mizonos. The Rosh doesn't mention anything about Mizonos in this Yerushalmi. The Rosh talks about Tavames of Tandu. What if he invent this other Tam? For he knew the Mishnah. What's the Rosh clearly assuming? Rosh is clearly assuming that without the svar of Tavlum Esav Tandu, without the svar of Tavlum Esav Tandu, then maybe by Isha Shemuka Shechem, by Isha Shemuka Shechem, we'd say that it really is a schus. Meaning, if all you had was the fact that it, she's Mavsid Mezonos, if all you had was the factor of Mavsid Mezonos, that's the only chov, right? If you're trying to... Tzad of Shkos, you have what? 
side of schus, you say she's an isha shamuka shchem. She doesn't want to be married, so it's a schus to be divorced. On the side of chol, what do you have? Matzidim is onus. Why don't the rush just say the parents of the Yishalmi is that since he's not seen the Mizona, so then it's not going to be his chos? Well, Kashuk Yishalmi assumes that that's not enough. Right? The Kashuk Yishalmi is that if she's an Isha, Shemukashkin, Mavsida Mizona is not enough of a chov. The rush has to come on to Tavla Mesa of Tandu. That the Hefsid Mizona is plus Tavla Mesa of Tandu, that overpowers, right? That overpowers the Isha, Shemukashkin. But it sounds like if you didn't have the Tavla Mesa of Tandu, so then. Isha the schus of Isha Shemukah would win out over over the chov, right? It would win out over the chov that she's mafsid mizonis. So it sounds like you're always, it's like a combination factor, right? It's like a combination factor. Even if you have a sad chov, according to the rush, this is how you soak. According to the rush, the hachamim say adam shal b'fanav. Right? Shicher is a schus. Get Isha is a chov. When would we say zochin? Let's say there's a tzad chov in this zchus. It, it's a complicated scenario. I have a zchus, but there's also a tzad chov. Can I say zachin in such a case? From the Rosh, you get the impression that you could say zachin. As long as the zachin is more powerful than the chov, then you could say zachin. Right? Because without the svar of tal, the base of tandu, the kasha of the sham is a good kasha. Even though there is a chov here, she is mafsid mezonas, doesn't matter. Since the tzad schus of Isha Shavuka Shechin is so powerful, that would override the tzad chov. It's only in the tarets that we introduce, it's tied in the tarets. The Tosa Rosh says, the Yishami is so much in the fact that we know Talmud of Tandu, and therefore, and therefore we know it's not going to be a problem, which in itself is relative. We'll get to that in a moment. Right? But because there's this svar of Talmud of Tandu, the Rosh wants to say, that's why ultimately the Chachamim said that it's a chov. The chov overpowers the schus of Isha Shavuka Shechin. The chov overpower the two chovos together overpower isha shemukah shchen, and now we can define get isha as a chov. Without talmeis of tandu, we would have said it's a schus. Ah, but there's a chov also. So what? It's kolel schus v'chova. You have to figure out which is gofer, which is which is more powerful. So even if there is a, a little bit of a tzad, tzad chova, but if there's a tzad, if the tzad schus is stronger, then the tzad schus is going to overpower the chov. This is how the rush seems to be understanding. Of course, what's difficult with the Rush is that the Yerushalmi does give an answer for Gerashim. Rush just ignores what the Yerushalmi says. It's really a pal. I don't have an answer to that, Kasha. It's very strange. The Rush just says the Yerushalmi didn't give an answer for Isha. He, he means that the Yerushalmi just is contrasting Evan and Isha, but that, that idea, you couldn't be Megureshes, Shalom Daita, you couldn't just throw, give the get to someone else, Shalom Daita. It's just a contrast with Evan, but it's not, there's no, nothing substantive there. There's nothing substantive there. So what do Yushami say something? What do Yushami just like throws out words? And, it's a pill. It's a pill in the rush. I, I, I don't know how to read that. I don't know how to, how to evaluate that in the rush. It's difficult. It's difficult. But the assault of the rush is that to, to know whether to say Zachin or not, it's a function of taking together the factors and figuring out which one is more powerful. If the Tzad Tzchus is more powerful than the Tzad Chova, even if it is a Tzad Chova, you can still say Zachin. That's how the Rush is understanding the Maskat Yisham. Yes? Is it possible to say Zachin without the Tzad Chova? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah
to Russia, it's all qualitative, or it's a quantitative? Sorry, what do you say? It's only quantitative? You have two factors makes it hope? No, I don't think it's two against one. I think I think you have to figure out whether they talk it to combine. If the two things are very weak and the other one is much stronger, I think that the other one would still win out. It's not two. It's not two to one. It's that qualitatively, this chus of Isha Shemukashchin would have beaten something out, but now these two are are, are competing and they're going to be stronger than Isha Shemukashchin. No. Um, according to the Russian, it's really a combination of factors. Not a case of Isha Shemukha Shem. Right? Meaning, if it's not a case of Isha I don't need Talamese of Tandu. So You're saying Talamese of Tandu is such a powerful star that the Mishnah should have just said Talamese of Tandu. Like, that's it. Forget about Masid the Mazonas. Masid the Mazonas is very important, but... I don't know. I, I think the Mishnah thinks Masid the Mazonas is the most important thing. See, we can't really relate to this so well because, you know... Nowadays, everyone can make a living Baruch Hashem. It's much, I, sh- I should say, it's much easier to make a living. Right? So th- the idea of someone feeling that I want to be married because if not, I can't support myself, like, we can't really understand that. Like, why can't the woman just get a job? It's fine. But, you know, in those times, Mavsid and that was the key. Right? That, that was the real chov. Women could not find, uh, find work, so they really needed someone to support themselves. So I think that's, you know, as, as important as companionship is, I think Mizonos was more important, and that's why the Mishnah mentions it first. Yes? If we're saying the only thing that Mitzad's is that she wants to get rid of uh, her husband, Shrei, she wants to have a life as a married woman. Right, but the, on the other side, we don't need Mavsid and Mizonos if we only have Tamil and Tamil, because that alone can fight Isha Shemukashchen. Meaning we don't even need to ever come on to Mavsid and Mizonos if Tamil and fights that case. Tavla of Tandu would fight Isha Shemukashchen. Would it? Would it fight it alone? If it doesn't, then why is that an answer? Because it's a combination, but Siraf, no? Well, Isn't it? But the assumption is that even in the case of Isha Shemukashchen, we'll still say Tavla Tandu will make survival. Right, but again, from the Rush, it's clear that if not for Tavla of Tandu, despite the fact that we know. Uh, you're saying the Lush of the Rush sa- sounds like it's not, there's no, the Chov is not Mafsid Amazonas. The Chov is only Talmud Sotandu. That's what you're saying. Uh, it's clear that the Mishnah is not assuming like that. The Mishnah thought Mafsid Amazonas is significant, but yet by Isha Shemukashchin, it's not going to be strong enough. I'm more asking on the Rush of why do we ever need to come up with Mafsid Ah, uh, uh, Why does the Mishnah need Mafsid right. Amazonas? Why does the Mishnah need Mafsid Amazonas? I guess even though the Rush doesn't mention Mafsid Amazonas, I mean, we will see. There are others that do mention Mafsid Amazonas. But I, I think it's the Dabba Pasha. Mafsid Amazonas is a factor here. He doesn't mention it, but it's mentioned in the Mishnah. Will? Is it possible that Isha Mokashkin doesn't just mean that they can't live together, but it's also like he can't produce, like he can't even provide her Amazonas? Because like Gemara talks about an Ebed as a Mokashkin, he's not really ready to, to, to do any work, meaningful work that creates, that generates value. And says he can do maybe small work. He can. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. But Rush doesn't say that. Rush doesn't mention that. But I, I hear, I hear one more. Chizkia, yes. Uh, it's definitely a stretch, but just uh, it, it, it's like uh, a fella. Is it possible that when the Tosafos Rush says how metatando, he's like by extension referring to Mizono, just saying like mm-hmm. you know as a result of uh, of the connection of metatando, then therefore she's going to get Mizono. Like, is it possible? That it's not what it means in the Gemara in the second paragraph in Kedushin. So it's hard to, it's hard to assume that that's what it means over here. I don't know. I don't know. This seems to be the approach that the Torah Rush has in, in the Rishon. The Torah's Gittin has a very different approach. 
a very, very different approach. The Torah's given seems to assume that Zachan Ladam Shlobafana can only be said in a situation where it's only a schus. It's got to be a schus gomer. There can't be any any external, any, you know, subor- any secondary chovos. There can't be even like a chovt study. It's got to be only a schus. If it's not a schus, then you, then you can't say Zachan Ladam Shlobafana. That's how the Torah's given assumes. It's a long piece, but when, when you... And you get to the essence, that's really what he's saying. And he understands that Shechor Evid Ikaro is a schus. It's a schus gomer. What's the schus gomer of Shechor Evid? The schus gomer of Shechor Evid is that he's Yotzel Chayrus. He's Yotzel Chayrus. He's Chayv and Mitzvahs completely. I mean, who would not want to be a Ben Choran? It's a schus gomer. Bikaron, Shechor Evid is a schus gomer. So what's the Kashi of the Yushalmi how does the Torah give an understanding? What's the kash of Yerushalmi? What if you have an Eved Shalkatsin? So isn't there... How can you say Zachan Lanam Shalafana? Why do the Chacham say that you can't be Chazabah? Because it's a Chuz. Right? Because it's a Chuz. So the Yerushalmi is, if you have an Eved Shalkatsin, it's a Chov. What do you mean it's a Chov? It's not a Chuz to be free. It's a Chuz to be free. Objectively, it's always a Chuz to be free. <laughs> so come to the Torah's given, he says, no, what the Yerushalmi is saying is that, of course, objectively, it's as chuz to be free. But there is a little bit of a chov. Episachov, episachov, right? There's like a little bit of a chov. If it's Avdash Shokotzin, it's not the, it's not exclusively as chuz. It's as chuz. But it's not as chuz gomer. It's as chuz. But you have your, your side chov there that he wants to be under the kotzin. So even if even if the chos of being free is stronger than the chov of being an abdushal, of being of being freed from being an abdushal katzin, right? Even if the chos is stronger, right? Frankly, Rishalmi, but zachan adam shlovafanov should not be able to be said because how can you say zachan zachan la adam shlovafanov if you're going to cause a chov for him? Okay, part of it is the chos, but part of it is a chov. So you can do the chos, but you can't do the chov. So you can't you can't do the shechor because the shechor has both. And if it's not a schuz gama, then you can't do that. How can you do that? Ain't chavin la'adam shalom b'fanav. Zachin la'adam shalom b'fanav. Ain't chavin la'adam ela b'fanav. So despite the fact that it's a schuz to be free, objectively, but but if in this case he's an abdash shokatsin, and there is a chov in being freed, in, in being taken out of that situation, so even if that chov is not on the level of the schuz, it shouldn't matter. Ain't chavin la'adam ela b'fanav. How can you do that chov for him? So to that, the, the Yerushalmi answers, no, that's not a chov. That's not a chov because the Adon can do it to him in some other way. He doesn't have to give the Shtar Shechor to this middle man and have him be Zofen. The Adon could sell the Evan to someone else. Shalom Daito. So he could, he could take the Evan out of the Rishos of the Adon, the, 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 the Adon, the Kotzin, the Kotzin could could take the Evid out of this good situation, out of this nice life, in a different way. So you can't look at that as a chov bichlal. That's not a chov. That chov is cancelled. The kash of the Yishami was, even if there is, even if we'll say the Sheikh Revit objectively is fundamentally as close, but if you have a tzad chov in there, and chov in the Adam, you can't be zafan lan, because there's a chov there. So the answer, the answer of the Yishalmi is that no, that chov is not significant because it's cancelled out. It's like you know, you know, you, you've got a math equation with a numerator, denominator, and like you know, but you cancelled out. So it's cancelled out. It's like it doesn't exist. 
if he can do the chov in a different way, then that chov is not significant. If the adon can can take away, right? If he can if he can do that chov, mean take away the eved's life in the house of the katzen. How does he do that? I mean, here he's doing it by giving the shtar to the middle. But how is another way to do that? Well, he can sell them to someone else. Even without a shikhr, he can sell him to someone else. And once he has a different adon, then he doesn't have the life as an evid shilkatz. So to Yushalmi, if he can do that chov in a different way, then that's not considered a chov. Doing it in this way is not considered a chov, because he can do it a different way. So it's not called a chov. So if it's not called a chov, it's blight as chus. It remains as chus gomer. It's only as chus. Ah, there's a tzad chov? No, that's not viewed as a tzad chov. Because the adon has another way of doing that chov. So if another way of doing that chov, then that action that he's doing, that he's freeing him, and now he's taking him away from the status of being the Evan of a Katsin, that's not because of Chov, because he can bring that Chov on him in a different fashion. So it's not considered a Chov, halachically, so it remains as Chus, and that's why Zachen, Lo'adam Shlava Fanov, um, allows the middleman to be Zachen Ashtar Shecher for the Evan. This is the way, this is the way that the Torah Skirten understands. And he says, based on this, we, we can understand the other part of the Yerushami, Isha. What's the Yerushami saying over there? If there's a tzad chus in the garish, and if she's an ishto shemukashchin, is it tzad chus in the garish? But there's a tzad chova also. What's the tzad chova? Not tavlo meisav tanim. I didn't understand that tzad chova is what the mishnah says. She's mafsida mezonos. So there's a tzad chus, and there's a tzad chova. What do you want to tell me? No, it's only a schus, it's not a chov, because the Baal can do the chov in some other way. <coughs> no, that's not a good answer. He can't do the chov in any other way. But can he sell her to someone else? Can he be megarish her? Shalom daita? No. He can be megarish her Balkarcha, but he can't be megarish her by, by giving the get to a third party. Right? He can, can, he, can he sell her to someone else? He can't sell her to someone else. They're married. He can't sever that relationship in any other way except for Gerishin, except through Gerishin. So if he can't sever that relationship in any other way except for Gerishin, so then, so then it just remains a schus and a chov. There's a schus, there's a schus to have a Gerishin because she's ishto shemukashchin, but there's a chov because he's nafsi of Oh, there's a schus and a chov. I don't even care which one is more powerful, says the Torah's given. As long as there's a chov over here and it's not exclusively a schus, ain't chov and la'adam elabavana. So you can't be zocher for the woman in her Gerishin. Aye, but it's a schus, it doesn't matter. The only way that you can be zachin la'adam shlavafanav is if it's exclusively a schus. So you got to get rid of all external chovos. Over here, you can't get rid of this external chov that, that he's mafsidim as us. There's no other way that he can do that. He can't. He can't be mocher her shalomidaita. He can't be megarish shalomidaita through some other party. That doesn't work. He's got to give the get to her. So because there's no way for him to produce that chov of mafsidim as so it turns out that you have a schus and you have a chov. It's a combination. And the Torah says, well, if you have a combination, there's no go over here. It doesn't work. As opposed to the Tosa Rosh, who says, if you have a combination, so just evaluate which is more powerful. Torah Gideon says, no, Yushalmi is saying, if you have a combination, it's not going to work. It has to be exclusively Zchus, Zchus Gomer, in order to say Zach and Ladr If you have even a Tzad Chov, it's not going to work. In the case of Isha, the Tzad Chov remains. In the case of Ebed, the Tzad Chov is cancelled. The Tzad Chov is cancelled. It remains just as Chuz Gomer. And that's why Zachan Ladam Shalafano tells me that you can be Zachan for, for the Shekhar there. Okay, before I take the questions. The Torah's Gitten is arguing with the Rosh in two fundamental ways. Right, first of all, it, it, it's interesting. In, in, terms of, in terms of why it's a schus for the Isha, 
Right? In terms of why it says close for the Isha Shamukashkin. Why, I'm sorry. Why it's a, it's a chov for the Ishto Shemukah Shechin to be divorced, despite the fact that it's, it seems to be a chov because she's Ishto Shemukah Shechin, he doesn't mention anything about Tavla Mesav Tandu. He only talks about Mafsid the Mazonis. That's one major distinction. Right? It's more mistaba like that because that's what the Mishnah's talking about. Pella that the Tosa Russian inhabit. That, that's just one interesting difference between the Torah's given and the, the Rosh. But the fundamental machlokas, fundamental machlokas, the Tosa Rosh, and the Torah's given is how to understand the, 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 the Territz of the Yerushalmi. Right? The Territz of the Yerushalmi, according to the Torah's given, is that the Yerushalmi is trying to figure out how the side chov of the Eved doesn't exist at all. Once you, once you get rid of the side chov of the Eved, right? so then it turns out that it's just as chos. The real reason why Shechor Eved is called as chus, the real reason why it's called as chus is because intrinsically, objectively, Shechor Eved is called as chus. Objectively, it's called as chus. It's just you have to get rid of the side, the, the side chov. If you get rid of the chov study, so then it's going to remain as chus. The Tosat Rush has a totally different understanding. He's saying the reason why Shechor Eved is called as chus is because the Adam can sell him to an Adam Garua. So you think it's a Chov to be freed since he's the Evet of a Kotzin. No, that's not really such a Chov. Yerushalmi is turning the Chov, right? Turning the Chov. Yerushalmi is saying the reason why it's a Chov for the Evet to be freed is because there's no guarantee that this this current schus that the Evan has to be an Evan Shalkotzen is going to remain. That's, that's the reason why, why it's a schus for him to be free. It's better for him to be free because, because he might be put in a worse situation. It's better for him to be free because he might be put in a worse situation. That's how the Yushalmi is answering according to the Rosh. According to the Torah, that's not the answer to the Yushalmi. The answer fundamentally is that Shikhar objectively is called a schus. It's just there might be a, a, a side chov over here. So once we deal with the side chov, with that chov tzadi, so then we go back to the original understanding that shikhar evet fundamentally is a schus. If it's a schus, then zachem ladam shalafanov tells us that, uh, that you'll be able to be zachem. Okay, question. How does the tourist get an understanding question of the Yishami uh, regarding Isha? How do you have a havamina that there would be a schus um, for a woman? Or how, how do you have a havamina that you use a Kirsh Lobafana regarding the Isha? Even though it's a, there is some Haman who's a chus because the husband is Mukash Shpin, there still is the Chov. Um, so maybe the Kash of the Yushami is that we, could, we should combine, we should take the Kampas and figure out which is strong. The Territz of the Yushami is no, it's got to be a Chos Gomer. If it's not a Chos it's not going to help. So that's exactly the point. That by Eved, it can be a Chos Gomer because we can get rid of the side Chov, but by Isha, it remains partially zechus, partially chov, and there's no way to get rid of that chov. There's no way to get rid of that chov. So then, it remains a combination. And in the case of combination, we're not going to be able to say zachin. Yes. I still don't understand why by a zechus government there's still room to say that there's a chov. You're saying that there's a zechus government. You hold it to the zechus government. How could there be a chov? I'm using the word zechus government to to mean that it's objectively, it's objectively a zechus. Zechus government means that there's a there's a zechus and there's no chov. That's what the word schuzgar means. But but shikhar evet objectively is a schuz, but you can imagine that in certain in some case you'd say maybe but maybe there's a little bit of a chov. And if there would be a little bit of a chov, then taka it's not a schuzgamer. 
Right. So, so the point of the Torah is given is that is that what the Yerushalmi is saying is it's got to be a schus government to say zochin ladam shlom afanav it's got to be exclusively a schus. If there's any tzad chov, then we're not going to say zochin. Why? Because ain chovin laadam ela b'fanav. That's the yisod. Ain chovin laadam ela b'fanav. So even if you could do a schus for him, but if you're going to be doing a chov for him with the same chalos, that doesn't work. That's that basically the yisod of the Torah is given. Yes. Recently, the Rebbe answered two of you. So we have to learn the question by Evid differently. I mean, Rebbe said the whole question was that maybe there's a tzad of chov by the Evid, and then therefore, even though it doesn't beat out the other side that's disclosed, since there's a little bit of a chov. Right. So if he's an Evid Shamuka, if he's an Evid Shalkatsin, Evid Shalkatsin, so then, so then there's a chov. I mean, you would have to say that that, that chov would beat out the tzad schos. But that's not how we understood it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. The way Torah is saying is that if you have an evet shel so then you, you've now introduced a chov. You've injected a chov into the situation, and that prevents the, the schus from playing out. He's saying in the case of Isha, in the case of Isha, we always knew about the chov. Ish it's a schus So what the kasha, the kasha of the Yishami is that we thought that in the case of Mukashchen, it's only a schus. It's only a schus. I don't know. It's hard to read that line of the Yishami. Thank you. I don't have to think about it, right? It doesn't read so well in the kasha. It doesn't read so well in the kasha. It doesn't read so well in the kasha. Got to, got to work on it a little bit. Can't you just hold it? Still holding Talmud with Tanya, and he just doesn't put it in Tanya. Not in Torah That's what the Talmud says. Not in the Mishnah. It's not in the Rishonim. I wouldn't. I wouldn't introduce that. Right? How do you understand the Kashim? How do you understand the Kashim? I have to think about that. Think about that. Right? But that's certainly the vert of the Rishonim according to the Torah Yeah. <clears throat> So the idea of the Torah is given this concept. Will you have something? Yeah, question yeah, on the Torah is given by Yeshua. We're saying since he can't be regarded Shalom Yadita through a third party, therefore he can never get rid of the hope of achieving Matzida that she's going on with us. Isn't that like isn't that answer to whether or not you can be Shalom Yadita by a third party dependent on our question of whether or not it's a plus or a hope? But I don't understand what's what's exactly the proof from that. I, I don't think it means megarish. I think he means mochrali ve'achen. Like he can't sell his wife. He can't. He can't break the relationship in some other way, right? So how can you take away that chov? The chov still is here. You have still some chov. I, I don't. Th- it, the lush of yisham is a little difficult. He doesn't. He doesn't mean megarish because yeah, he's that's that's our case. He's giving the get to a third party. I think he means to be mochrali the same way. The same way by Evid, he's talking about mochrali. I think by Isha, he's also referring to being mochrali. Where does the Torah get, get this idea from that that Shekhar Evid is fundamentally a schus and, and we can say Zachin Ladam Shlavafana by Shekhar because it's only a schus and if you had a little bit of a chov it's not going to work. Where, where does that come from? So the Torah given himself says that it really comes from a comment of Tosis on Dafi Beis It comes from a comment of Tosis on Dafi Beis Amibes. Okay. We're not gonna we're not gonna get into this right now. I want you some some of the Talmidim Talmudim saw a little bit of the toast in the Chach Shlomo. Okay, I want you to get it clear. I'll try to explain this a little bit better Monday. What I'd like to really do is to talk about the Savar. 
Shemaima. Okay, we have a machlokas that tells the Russian the Torah is given. We'll get to the details of the Torah is given in Mitzvah Shem Monday. But I want to take a step back and understand this. We have a machlokas that tells us the Rosh and the Torah is given as to what the maskan of the Yerushalmi is. When is Zoch and Lodem Shlobofanov going to be said and when is it not said? From the Tosas Arash, you get the impression that even if you have a combination, a chalos that is a combination, a dover hakolos, chus v'chova, you can say Zoch and Lodem Shlobofanov as long as the chus is gofer, as long as the chus is stronger than the chov. From the, from the Torah's Gitten, you get the impression, no, that's not true. You need something that's exclusively zechus. It's got to be a zechus. If it's not a zechus, forget about it. It's not going to work. Meaning, if it's a zechus and chova together, even if the zechus is stronger than the chova, it's not enough. It's not enough. And why is it not enough? So he says, the Torah's Gitten says, Beferish, because ain't chov and la'odam elabafana. You can't do a chov for someone shalom b'fana. So... It doesn't matter that it's a schus. You want to do the schus, but you try and do a chov at the same time. You can't do them together. Because even if zochen lo adam shlo b'fanav, and chov and lo ala b'fanav, and as long as you're going to do a chov, it's not going to work. What's the machlokas? What's the machlokas the Torah's hidden in the Tosas HaRosh? So the chorus of the machlokas, the machlokas is, what does it mean that ain't chov and lo adam ala b'fanav? What does that mean? You can't do a chov for someone shalom b'fanav. Does it mean that you can't effect a chalos l'chovos shal adam without his consent? There's no way that you can effect a chalos shal adam without his consent. Or does it mean that that you have to take into account zchus v'chova, right? If it's partially zchus, partially chova. If, if putting it all together, we would assume that the person would want it, even though it is a chova, but if the person wants it, then you would be able to effect that chalos. Do we say that in chavin la'adam ela b'fanav is a halacha that you can't be poor a chalos, you can't effect a chalos to the detriment of someone that's going to be a chov to the person, right? That there's something negative that comes out. You can't effect such a chalos for a person. Or the pshat is that you can't effect the chalos that the person doesn't want. You can't effect the chalos that the person is not going to want. What's the nafkamina? Nafkamina is, let's say the person wants it. Right? According to the first side, if you can't effect the chalos that's a chova for someone, so that's it, it's a halacha. As long as it's a chova, it's not going to work. If there's something negative here, even if the person wants it, it doesn't matter. It's something negative, you can't do it. According to the second side, as long as it's nichalei, as long as he tells us in the end that he was happy, as long as he's nisratza lebesof, l'chara, that should be fine. Because the problem is not that you can't effect the chalos l'chavos shaladam under any circumstances, but rather, but rather you can't effect the chalos for someone's chova that's going to be to someone's detriment if the person doesn't want it. But if he wants it, if he wants it, if he's nichalei, you know, it turns out that there is some kind of a negative effect, doesn't matter. As long as it's nichalei, then you can do that. That's l'chavos the nafkamina between the two. Rashi and Chulin when he talks about Ein Chavon L'Adam Ela B'fanav, he writes the following. He has on that Pegim Olamed Aleph. She writes like this. Ein Chavon L'Adam, Ein Adam Nasa Shliach L'Chavera, Shalom Yidaita, L'Hafsida. person can't become a Shliach of someone else, Shalom Yidaita, for Hafsida. Havol L'Harvicho, Anan Sadi, Dinichalel, Figar Zochen, Ve'en Chavon. Now she says that if you're being mafsed someone, then you can't be chavin lo. Shalom You can't become a shliach of someone shalom 
Right? You want to do something shalomidaita. So if it's lafsido, you can't do that. Laharvicha, but to do something good for him, Anan Sadi Dinichalai, right? Anan Sadi, we assume that he's Nisratza, so therefore so therefore you can do it. So you can be Zachin because Anan Sadi Dinichalai, but Ain Chovin, you can't be a Shliach, you can't become a Shliach, Lachaber, Shlomidaito, Lahafsid. That's how Rashi explains in Chulin. Rashi and Gittin, and Avtesamid Beis, a Rashi we've seen before. But now let's, let's look at it with new eyes. Rashi and Avtesamid Beis, in explaining our mission, explaining our mission, the Chachamim say that get Shechur and get Isha are different, because Zachal and Shlom Bafanov and Chavan Lael Bafanov, what does that mean? Rashi and Avtesamid Beis, right, says Thomas? The ain chavin laadam ela befanav klomar. What does that mean? In chavin laadam ela befanav klomar. Ain adam nasa shliach laadam liyos nifsar al yado. Ela imkain asahu shlucho dehainu kibefanav. He says, why is it that ain chavin laadam ela befanav? That means that a person can't become a shliach to be mapsed his friend. A person can't be a shliach laadam liyos nifsar al yado. Ela imkain asahu shlucho dehainu kibefanav. If he becomes his shliach. Then it's kibbefanav. Ein chavin la adam ella befanav. The yisod is that a person can only be chav for someone else if it's befanav. So if he if he's a shliach of that person, then that's a din of befanav. If it's a din of befanav, so then so then you can you can be a shliach and you can do it. But if he's not a shliach of the person, right? It's you trying to be poel for someone else. Shalom daito. You're not a shliach of the person, so that's not befanav. If it's not the fun of, so then you can't do it. Choritz Apello, why did Rashi say that? Rashi should have said that if he becomes a shliach of the guy, so then the reason why he can do it is because Nikolai, Anan Sadi the Nikolai. What, if he becomes a shliach, the reason why it works is because now it's called the fun of? What does that mean? Now it's called the fun of? What do you need such a briska vart over here? Once he makes him a shliach, so he shows that it's Nikolai, so it's not a chov. I but there's a chov involved. Okay, there's a chov involved, but so what? He shows that he that he cares more about the schus shibo. If he's nichal, if he's nisratzel b'sof, so he shows that that he cares more about the schus shibo. It would seem as though Rashi is saying, Rashi is saying that even if nisratzel b'sof, right? Even if nisratzel b'sof, let's say the person does a chova. Does a chow for the individual. Ruin does a chow for Shimon. And Shimon's disrupted himself. Shimon's happy in the end. From Rashi, you get the impression that doesn't work. Doesn't work. Ain't chavin la adam ella befanov means it's got to be befanov. If it's not a din befanov, then, then you can't be chav for someone else. So even if nisratza le besof, even if he agrees in the end that he's happy with what you did, nichalei, at the end, it's not going to work. If you made him shliach, the shliach has a din of befanov. The shliach has a dinner of fun of, but without the without the shlichos, it doesn't have a dinner of fun of. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. That's the that's lechora the mashmos of Rashi here in Gittin on the Tesson Beis, and that's what the Ramban writes in Chumash. Yeah, but Ramban <coughs> on the double side of him. Then Ramban says what? Ramban says some of you are in Chulin. He says Mehosha Amina the Chiyam Amina Zachin Ladam Shalavanav Dafka B'Shenes Ratzik Eshashama Avot Tzavachlam. When do we say Zachin Ladam Shalafana? That's only when he's happy in the end. Do we know that he was going to be happy in the beginning? We don't know for sure, but if he's Nisratza Levasov, Nisratza Kishashama, then fine. But Savach, if he, if he screams, bloody murder, he says, No, I don't want that. Of course we're not going to say Zachin. 
From here you see the fact that you need Nisratzel Abesov by Zochim. So from there you can see Shekol Dover Shebechova in Choven Lola Adam Shlomofanov, the Afopishin Nisratzel. If we don't say Zochim Laadam Shlomofanov unless there's an Nisratzel, so in Choven Laadam Elabafanov must be Afiluk Shen Because if it's only, right, if it's only where Lon Nisratzel, so then Ein Choven and Zochim are the same. If Lon Nisratzel, right, if Tsova, then it doesn't work. If Nisratzel, it does work. So it must be. That by Zochin Lo Adam Shlomofanov he has to be Nisratz Lebesov. By Ein Chovin Lo Adam Shlomofanov Afiluk Shen Nisratz Lebesov doesn't matter. You can't be Chav for someone else. You can't do something that's going to be a Chovah for someone else unless it's Befanov, unless you're a Shliach. Unless you're a Shliach. Reb Nochem wants to say that this is the Yisod. This is the Yisod of the Torah's given. This is really the Vat. That ein chovin la'adam ela b'fanav means that you can't be poel a chova for someone else unless it's b'fanav. What that really means is the only one who can be poel a chova is whom? Help me now. The only one who can do a chova is whom? The baldover himself. The baldover himself. He can do whatever he wants. Right? He can throw his money out the window. He, he can do whatever he wants. So he can be poel a chos for himself. He can be poel a chov for himself. But no other party can be poel l'chov for that individual unless what? Unless he becomes his shliach. Because if he becomes his shliach, he is kibbefanov. But Nachum says, what does that mean? If he becomes his shliach, efshem kenzogin, that the maisa of the shliach is like the maisa of the mishaleach. Right? If, the, if shlichus means that the maisa of the shliach is like the maisa of the mishaleach, it comes out that the guy did it himself. The Mishaleach did his own mice. It's Kibbevanov. That's what Rashi is saying. It's Kibbevanov. Kibbevanov means that it's as if it's his mice. If you're, if he's a shliach of the Mishaleach, it's as if the Mishaleach did his own mice. The Mishaleach can do anything. It could be Mazar, it could be Zohar for himself, it could be Duachol for himself. So if the, set, if the other individual is a shliach, of the of the person he's being zocher for, so then it's kibbefanov, it's like a mice of the mishalech himself. So in that case, of course you can do a chova because you're not doing it; he's doing it. You're just doing the act, but but the act relates back to the mishalech. It's as if the mishalech did his own act. It's as if the one that you're being zocher for did his own act. So that he can do. But if it's only a zechia, if it's not a real shlich, if it's only a zechia, if it's shalomi daito, then. It, that's not viewed as the mice of the Meshavah. When I'm Zohavim, it's not the mice of the Meshavah. It's my mice. If it's my mice, so I'm being Chav for him. I'm doing a mice that's a Chovah for him. And Ein Chovim La'odam Ela B'fanav might mean that it doesn't matter whether he wants it in the end, whether he's Nisratzah in the end. You can't do a mice of the Chovaso. B'Shas Maisa, you, you did something that doesn't make any sense. You can't do a mice of the Chovaso Shal Adam. You can only do a mice so, so, if it's Befana, then it's like he's doing the Maisa. But if it's not Befana, then he's not doing the Maisa. It's not going to work. It's not going to work at all. That's why the Torah is getting understands that what the Yushalmi is telling us is that to say Zachan, Zachan, Lo'adam Shlo Befana, the Maisa has to be a Schus Gomer. It has to be exclusively Schus. It can't be a Chova because if there's a, even a little Shmek of Chova in there, if there's a Shmek of Chova in there, you can do the Schus from today till tomorrow, but the Chelet Chova Shavu, you can't do because it's not Befana. 
It's not him doing it, it's you doing it. You're not a shliach, it's not kibbeh fun of, like Rashi says on the Testament vein. It's not kibbeh fun of, then you can't be poel for him. It's not going to work. Comes to Tosa Rosh and he says, you misunderstood the whole thing. No. It's all a function of whether he wants it or not. You can't do a chov for someone else if he doesn't want it. But if he wants it, then that's called a chos. It's not called a chov anymore. If he wants it, then that's called a chos, so you can do it for him. As long as he's nichalei. In the Paula, then you can do it for him. The Taras Gittin says, no, you can't do something the Chavosah Shal Adam. Only a person can be mafsid himself. So if you're a Shliach, then it's Kibbafanov. It's like him doing it. If not, then you can't do it. And the Tosa Rush says, no, we have to take into account, whenever there's a composite, we take into account to figure out what does he want. If he wants it, that's called L'Schuso. And if it's L'Schuso, then you can be Paul on his back. Okay, this is, this is the word that Nachum suggests to try to explain the Machogas the Tosa Rush. Yes. Didn't we say that Rashi was like the Rambam, only the Halos was back and not, not the Misa? That only the according to the Ktos Hoshin. Yeah. Okay, but like I mean, you're going to ask from the Ktos Hoshin on the Torah's Gittin. We know the Ktos Hoshin and the Torah's Gittin. You know they. Right. Yeah. They they know they know how to fight even even without the suspenders. Where's that? Thing? Yes. Did the Tosos earlier say that even if the Ephraim is already still free, because it's just close to No, that's okay. That's an excellent question. We're going to get to that on Monday too. They talk about that, but that's the Rush is saying something different. Rush is saying that even if the Eved, even if it's Balkarcho of the Eved, it's so much as Chos that it's still going to work. That's what the Rosh is saying. That's not what we're saying over here. It, it, okay, it's a different, it's a different comment. It's a kasha that they ask, and we'll, we'll talk about it Monday. I don't want to confuse anyone at the very end of Shir, but that's an excellent question. Let's get back to that on Monday. Okay, one more. Yes? Yeah, the reason is this from Nachum within the Ram, the Ram, the Ram, the Ram, or is this the Ram himself? He says, it's the Rosh of the He says, like, the Rosh of the Kovah. He quotes the, they quote the Ramban in the footnote, I think. Rav Nachum himself didn't quote the Ramban. He just talked about the two Rashis. Right. But they quote the Ramban in the footnote. The Ramban is saying is very hard. Right. right. That he's saying that even if Nisrat of the it doesn't matter. If it's a chov, and chov and other Melo B'fanov, tells me that you can't do the chov, despite the fact that it turns out he really wanted you to do the chov. Okay, we'll stop here. I just want to add a brief thought from the parasha, and I'll, I'll address all the questions after Shem. It's a Shem.